This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Matt Humans from VEASAN, uh, getting ready to kick off the college bowl season, Matt, and how uh, it incorporates, uh, it involves a lot more uh, studying with the transfers, the opt-outs, the coaching switches. I mean, everything is just sped up these days because, I mean, the early signing period, the transfer portal is full uh, it, it makes it a little bit more complex, uh, handicapping these bowl games these days. No doubt about it. I mean, that's why at VSIN we did our bowl guide a lot differently this year because in the past we had written up previews on every game and had this bowl guide out this week. Uh, you've got to wait now for better information, more updated information. So we did an overview of the bowl games, and then uh, we're going to do the write-ups closer to the actual kickoff so you get the best uh, information for betters out there because – you had, in the first two days, you had 1,000 players in the transfer portal. And you, you always have coach movement, player suspensions, injuries, transfers, things like that. But uh, it's, it's much more dramatic now than it's been in the past. And you're also going to have more opt-outs for the NFL draft than you've ever had before. And uh, that's gonna, that trend's going to continue. And I, I believe it should. I never blame the players. And, uh, I'll, you know, I'll talk about that during the bowl season. I've talked about it with uh, a few teams already. I would never blame a player for sitting out a meaningless bowl game uh, to, I guess, protect his health and prepare for the NFL draft. That's just a smart business decision. Uh, so I, I think these uh, bowl games get a little bit more complicated to handicap, but at the same time, uncertainty is, um, I guess, troublesome for bookmakers and odds makers as well. So you can capitalize on some of this as a better mm-hmm. If you, if you can get ahead of the information or speculate and get your speculation right. All right. The bowl season kicks off on Friday morning, 1130 a.m. Eastern time. The Bahamas Bowl down in um, in the Bahamas, of course. At the ESPN will have all three of these uh, games on there. They'll have most of them on. Great college basketball court on ESPN, too, uh, on Saturday uh, also. But Friday, UAB, and they lost their uh, the great coach. And, I mean, took over a program that was, well, it went defunct uh, for a while. It was just, uh, it was dead. They re- they revitalized it. Bill Clark was an amazing but he, uh, he opted out for some health issues uh, during the summer, and uh, they still had a very good season. Lost a lot of close games. They're 11 and 44 and a half against Miami, Ohio, who barely qualifies at 6-6 six and six out of the MAC. Well, UAB barely qualified, too. Both these teams were 6-6. Six and six. Uh, But UAB's finish to the season was more impressive. The Blazers uh, blew out. Nah, they didn't blew out. They uh, 
They beat Louisiana Tech on the road 37-27 uh, to finish the season. But what was impressive about that was uh, the way Dwayne McBride, the running back, ran for uh, 272 yards on 16 carries in that game against uh, Louisiana Tech and Ruston. I think what's interesting about UAB here is that Brian Vincent, the uh, offensive coordinator, he's going to be the interim coach for this game, and he's going to coach the bowl. But he's not going to – I don't think he's going to be on staff after that. A lot of the players are upset that Vincent didn't get more of a look for the head coaching job, which went to Trent Dilfer. And uh, that's caused some uh, – unrest within the program and you wonder how that's going to affect the Blazers in this bowl game now they are playing for an interim that they like so uh, you would think they'd be motivated to win for him but it's uh, hard to say uh, Jimmy anytime a team comes into a bowl game off a win in the Redbird rivalry game I think it has to open your eyes a little bit and that's what happened with uh, the Miami <laughs> Red Hawks against Ball State they beat the Cardinals 18-17 like you said to get bowl eligible they've got a pretty good dual threat quarterback and Avion Smith. Uh, they did win three of their last four. Uh, they weren't the most impressive wins you're going to find on a resume. Uh, I, this number just looks a, a tick high to me. I don't have a strong opinion on this game, uh, but I'm going to take the 11 with the Red Hawks for a, uh, a small play. I guess that would be uh, the side I prefer at this number because uh, I, I made UAB in seven and a half point favorite. That's okay. my numbers at seven and a half. So at 11, I think a small edge maybe to the Red Hawks side. All right. It is a big number for some of these uh, for these smaller bowl games. So, again, that kicks us off. Now, right after that, at 3 o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern time on ESPN, it'll be um, – this, this is a nice matchup now. Yes. We go from a couple of 6-6 six and six teams to a couple of 11-2 and two conference champions. So we've got the Sun Belt and Conference USA champions in this one. And Texas San Antonio against Troy. Troy two and fifty-five and a half. Yeah, I played Troy here to pick him, and um, this is one of the games I wrote up for the Vsin Bowl Guide. And I think it's a pretty intriguing matchup, like you just indicated. Frank Harris is the marquee player in the game. He's one of the most experienced quarterbacks in college football. Believe it or not, he just announced he's coming back to UTSA for his seventh season. <laughs> how many? How many times do you see a seventh-year senior? He's already got UTSA passing records uh, for the career, 9,158 yards and 73 touchdowns. And this season when he threw for 31 touchdowns, uh, Roadrunners won back-to-back Conference USA titles. That offense behind Harris averages 38.7 points, has scored at least 30 points in 12 of 13 games. And uh, UTSA, which is 11-2, and is really held in check only by Texas in a 41-20 loss uh, on September 17th. That was when uh, Jeff Trailer, the coach, his offensive line was decimated by injuries. He talked about it that week, and I thought the Roadrunners uh, hung tough with the Longhorns for a long time in that game. Harris has completed 71% per, of his passes. He's also uh, rushed for 588 yards and nine touchdowns. He's got Zachary Franklin, Joshua Cephas, uh, two big-time wide receivers, and this offense averages 486 yards per game, 177.5 on the ground. So you look at all those numbers and you think, all right, I might get on the UTSA side here. This offense is pretty impressive. But this is a matchup of contrasting styles. you got a flashy offense against, a, will say, an unforgiving defense on the Troy side. The Trojans allow 17.5 points per game. That ranks number eight in the nation. 
Troy rolls into the ball on a 10-game win streak. Gunnar Watson has uh, kind of picked up some steam in this offense, too. He passed for 318 yards in that blowout of Coastal Carolina in the Sun Belt title game. And that was a game in which the Trojans led 31-0 and had a 316-22 edge in total yards late in the second quarter. So Troy was dominant in that game. I also think Troy fared reasonably well in its biggest step up in competition against Ole Miss early in the season. Lost that game 28-10. I want to say the Roadrunners are going to run into the toughest defense they've faced since Texas in September. Obviously, the Trojans are going to be tested by Frank Harris, most dangerous dual-threat quarterback they've faced all season. This was a pick game for the most part when it opened. Which team can impose its will? I might have to go with a better defensive team here, especially since Coastal, excuse me, since uh, uh, Troy's offense showed a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, showed a lot of improvement against Coastal Carolina in the Sun Belt title game. But the Troy defense, I think, is going to be the difference. In a similar matchup in last year's Frisco Bowl against a good San Diego State defense, Frank Harris and the uh, Roadrunners lost 38-24. to So I'm going to go with the Troy side here. I like Troy as well. Matt, uh, how high will you go up to him? Put two and a half if you had if you had two to lay it. I'd yeah, you don't want to get to the you don't want to get to the point where you're laying three in this game right. because actually you could have a few spots you could have grabbed Troy plus one at the opener. So it's starting to inch up there where I think a lot of people are recognizing Troy's probably the the right side. But I you could go up to three if you have to. You're not going to three and a half though. I, I I would uh would go to two and a half. Uh, currently, it's at Bet Rivers yeah. at at two. Uh, and I like Troy. And you mentioned the Ole Miss game, the first game of the season, uh, twenty eight to ten. But they were only outgained by about eighty yards uh, mm-hmm. in that game. And keep in mind, uh, they had one of the toughest beats in in the season at Boone, North Carolina, against App State oh, on that uh, crazy Hail Mary. Yeah. Uh, they were really really good this year. And I mean, it's a, it's a good league. Keep in mind, Grayson McCall did start now. Was he less than a hundred percent? Probably so in the uh, in the conference championship game, but they obliterated them. I mean, it was it was men and boys. I mean, so this is a really really good team that's been very consistent over the course of the season. Like you said, they're a little bit more balanced on both sides of the ball, and uh, you know this is a this is a, a new bowl for them as well. So I think the level of excitement is is really there as well. I, I like Troy. It's one of my favorite ones of this opening weekend. Okay, good. good All right, that. Ed, let's go to the first one on Saturday. Uh, that is an 11 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. It's right after Matt will be watching the World Cup final. So uh, it's a perfect lead-in uh, to that one. So 11 a.m. Eastern time, and it's Louisville and Cincinnati. And, jeez, where, where do you want to start with the – the the oddities and the coach is flipping from one side to the other, but he's not going to coach here. And uh, it was almost like, and I know you do a lot of college basketball too, Matt, but it's almost like a shock of smart getting out of Texas before he was fired, huh? With uh, Satterfield, with Louisville. I mean, he was barely hanging on for his job. He, he pulls in a nice job. Cincinnati is a good job. What a lot of people don't know, they have good facilities, they have put some money. They've got some budget. Now, Louisville does as well, uh, and maybe that's why Brom left for uh, for Purdue. Louisville's budget, athletic budget, is much more than actually Big Ten uh, Purdue's. But anyway, a lot of moving parts in this one. Louisville is a one-point favorite. 42 is a total against Cincinnati. 
Yeah, I've been saying for months, Jimmy, that Argentina is the right side in the World Cup, and I've got futures. <laughs> are we talking World Cup or are we talking college football? I got confused. Both, both Matt. Okay. I know you're multifaceted. So. Love this Argentina team, by the way. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back to the uh, Fenway Bowl. Are you sure Louisville's got a bigger uh, athletic budget than Purdue? These Big yes. Ten, the Big Ten yes. schools have enormous resources. They're going to be rolling in uh, at some point here. Right now, it's around $60 million a year, and I think it's going to be uh, more than that soon. But Jeff Brom went home, and uh, I think everybody at Purdue expected it was going to happen at some point because Brom made no secret that that was uh, eventually the job he wanted. He was a star quarterback there. Yeah, his family loves Louisville, and uh, at some point, he was going to go home. So I think that's a, you know, a home run hire for the Cardinals to get Jeff Brom, and he's going to win big there after watching that guy for the last six years. He took a Purdue program that was a rock bottom, and uh, I'm not going to say took it to the top of the Big Ten, but near the top of the Big Ten, and that's that's a Herculean effort by Jeff Brom at West Lafayette. So it's going to be tough to replace him. He's an upgrade from Scott Satterfield. There's no doubt about. it. I think Satterfield's a good coach, but he's not in the class of a Luke Fickle. So it's kind of a step down for Cincinnati. What's weird about handicapping this game is that uh, there are more question marks in this game than I think any bowl game on the board. Uh, with uh, neither head coach on the sideline in this one, Dion Branch, former uh, New England Patriots great, My is uh, going to be the interim coach for uh, Louisville in this game. Jeff Brom is going to help him with the bowl game prep. But Brom's mainly on the road recruiting, trying to get things uh, ready for next season. Uh, but... You've also, your quarterback has opted out, and that's a big deal uh, for Louisville because he's a big-time playmaker, and Brock Doman is going to be the uh, starter. Not only has Cunningham op- opted out, he didn't have a great season anyway, but he, he was a lot better the previous couple of years. Uh, not only has Cunningham opted out, three other key starters have opted out of this game. So what's Louisville going to take to the bowl game? I don't know. Deion Branch is going to have to try to piece that together. On the Cincinnati side, you've also got guys – who have opted out or transferred. Uh, so instead of picking a side here, Jimmy, I was wrestling with this. Louisville right now is a Bet Rivers showing Louisville minus one. Is that right? That's correct. One in 42. I slightly favor Louisville, but not enough to make a play on the game here. I think what you're going to have, you're going to get poor quarterback play. You don't have the same number of playmakers on the field, and you still got a pretty good Cincinnati defense. I'm going to play under the total of 41 and a half. I'm going to go Aaron Renning on you here and play a total. I don't do that too often, uh, but the total has dropped from 44 and a half to 41 and a half, and I agree with the move here. I think this should be one of the lower scoring bowl games of them all, and I, I think under 41 and a half is a way to look. Under 42, uh, which you're getting right okay. now uh, at Bet Rivers, even hey. better. So yeah, that this is a puzzling uh, game. I don't know. I don't even know uh, where to start. Um, I would like. Uh, I, I I do think Cincinnati is. I mean, it's it's one with multiple coaches. So I mean, it's a, it now it's going to move into the Big Twelve. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, next year. So and we know they were they, they were a good team. You know that that team that went to the playoff was very good. That produced nine NFL draftees, and they're all doing pretty yeah. good uh, in the uh, at the NFL level. For what it's worth, though, uh, Louisville's athletic budget uh, in 2021 was 95 million, and it's uh, ticking up a little bit. Uh, you know, each and every year. So, uh, I, I, at that, this is a tough one. Uh, like you said, uh, Matt, sometimes these, 
they the, these coaches could pull out these stops, the unders kind of you know with these trick plays, with extra time to prepare, with no, with less pressure on them uh, as well. It's something that uh, kind of uh, it, it, it concerns me a little bit. But if anything, I might go with uh, Cincinnati if this one if I had to play it. Uh, so under forty two, Louisville and Cincinnati, both uh, Matt and I both like uh, Troy. They're at minus two right now. Uh, get them before that goes to three. Uh, that's kind of the breakoff spot in that one. And Matt likes Miami, Ohio. Big number uh, in the first bowl game of the season, plus 11 in the battle of six and six teams in the Bahamas. All right. For Matt Humans, I'm Jimmy Ott here on Sports Betters Paradise on the Pet Rivers Network.